This is the Pindrop Group Community, the show about Pinellas County and the local businesses we know and love here. I am your host, Natalie Pindar. This interview is with Dr. Caesar A. Laura of his weight management practice located on Highway 19 in Clearwater, Dunedin area, and also in downtown St. Pete. We love Dr. Laura at the Pindrop Group. He is a great friend of the team, and he is a great friend of our family. He is also treating my mother on weight loss, and she has nothing but great things to say about him. Listening to him speak, I feel is the most soothing practice that I can have in a day. I love visiting wherever Dr. Laura is speaking. I loved having him on our podcast, and I hope his words help to change your mind about your health and your immunity, or to reinstate the journey that you're already on. We are very, very honored to have him on our show, and we hope that you find some great, powerful self-reassurance in this as well. Uh, I, I, I see myself, you know, so I'll describe it in a philosophical way, okay. uh, which is how I tend to see uh, my role, and then I can talk about how I go about it. Um, sure. But literally, it's, uh, I empower my patients to heal themselves from within. Okay. And, uh, and, and so that's like my way of reflecting on everything that I do. So if I'm, so like, as an example, uh, with your mom, my whole intention is not really to lose the weight. Right. But it's really to get her to become healthy and to get her to appreciate her unique talents and joys and beauty. And then let that flourish as she begins to get herself healthy so she can learn new techniques, new ideas. And before you know it, she's going to be giving us recipes and, <laughs> and sharing the world with the world, her uh, passion yeah. for being healthy and for being, you know. So it's, it's really about uh, healing yourself from within because in traditional medicine, if you reflect on it, it's not about healing. It's about getting rid of a symptom. So you have a headache, take this. You have a blood pressure, take this. You mm-hmm. have a cholesterol, take this. But it's really very rare when the doctor begins to actually get rid of the cause and begin to heal the condition. And so healing is really what I'm about. And mm-hmm. it's that, that is my evolved aspect of myself. So I see myself as a healer who right. happens to be an MD. Yeah. Um, my mom, I feel like my mother's demographic and my mother herself is your perfect customer or patient because she comes from a generation that is so frustrating for me as her millennial daughter, <laughs> where she comes from a doctor, the doctor said, then that's what I do generation. And she's the only time she'd ever changed her doctors when she moved to Florida because she had to. And I was like, mom, you know, this, everything that you do for yourself, you do it in goodwill. Like you, you do it to better yourself, but it's not working. We need to try something new. I want you to talk to Dr. Laura, because I, when I heard your story of your mom, I was like, oh, he's going to get through to her. (laughs) (laughs) Well, today today we were so happy. We took a picture, you know, uh, uh, maintaining our distance uh, with her. 
uh, that I think was posted already because uh, oh, uh, Alisa posted it. So you'll see your mom surrounded by our staff <laughs> and, and, and three beautiful sculptures. And uh, she's so amazing. She's got such a beautiful energy. And she's got that smile on that laugh that just yeah. can change the energy of any room, you know. Yes. So she's definitely a, she's very fun to be around and yeah. fierce. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> So, but that's, I, I like when you say that you're a healer, because I think so many of us don't realize that we're missing the healing part. Like we do things to better ourselves, but we're missing where we have to really heal before we see a change. Right, right. And, and it's, and it's not by any direct uh, uh, fault of ours. It's just mm-hmm. the way that we have been accustomed and, uh, and, trained to do i mean literally since we're little it's like go get your go get your go get your physical exam you know go get your shots you know oh you have a runny nose you got to go to the doctor so it's always been about you know he's going to fix you she's going to fix you instead of what what is really the cause of these things and how do we get your body to learn to heal itself and 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 so even with weight loss uh, i mean Mm -hmm. weight loss is really an expression of a uh, of an imbalance of the body and so if you just concentrate on the fat most people will think oh fat is ugly i can't get into my clothes you know i can't go, I, I wish i could just cut it off of me and, and it's not uncommon to hear those kinds of uh, uh perceptions but the reality is that fat is a beautiful thing it is actually cells that help our immune system uh we are healthy because we have fat cells and what has happened is that the fat cells have developed an imbalance where they became ill. So it's a fat, a, a, a sick fat cell disease. So really it's about healing those fat cells by bringing balance to the body. And so that's why I work with the gut health. I work with the brain optimization, detoxification pathways, and really begin to do behavioral modification at the level of, of how we think, because how we think creates the, uh, paints the reality that we experience. And so if we think that we cannot live without bread, then mm-hmm. obviously that's a, that's a belief system that is not serving you. And, and we need to start slowly chipping away at it and beginning to show you that there's different ways to, 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 to be able to empower yourself. And so it's really about empowering and it's really about bringing balance uh, to the body. And mm-hmm. I do that from the perspective of helping the patients that have excess weight uh, to bring them back into balance so that because once they go back into balance that their brain functions better, their uh, allergies are better, their aches and pains are better, their blood pressure is better, everything is better. And wow. then they're beginning to really heal themselves by just eating the, the beautiful things that Mother Nature has created for us. And it's really about creating that relationship where we love ourselves and we love the world that we live in. Yeah. And I see that my mother has done, I mean, my mother has done so many weight loss things over the years and I've seen her lose drastic amounts of weight before, but then all it takes is one cruise and it all comes back. (laughs) So now that we can't cruise, it's probably a good thing for her. But also with your recipes that you send home, she's really had a lot of fun trying out all the options because it's not. It's not like typical where you, this is what you eat day one and this is what you eat day two. It's a, it's an option thing. So she can choose 
what it is she wants and what it is she doesn't or try new things. And she's not like on this strict thing that she can't remember. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it's, absolutely. It's about her. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's about her and it, she can use her own spices. She can, uh, you know, uh, make it taste the way she wants to taste it. Like she was telling me today uh, uh, that she uh, was trying some type of spaghetti. Uh, which, which spaghetti? <laughs> I know we can't get this spaghetti. It's called <laughs> Spaghetti Zero. And we keep trying to order it from ship because we're on the stay at home order. And I keep yes. telling her she can't go to the store. So she's trying to order it from any order app she can and she can't get it it's so funny but you know she is so bright and so sharp and so with it today i talked to her a little bit about uh the uh clean 12 and the and, and uh, sorry the dirty 12 and the clean mm -hmm. 15 and mm -hmm. that's really about bringing attention to what vegetables and fruits have a lot of pesticides and which ones and therefore they should be organic and which ones right. are okay to eat if they're non-organic um, that's a good conversation to have because it's taken me my just a little backstory my husband which i think you know had lymphoma in 2012 i mean i'm sorry 2017 so we transferred everything we do to organic like everything and since then i've come off it and she keeps asking me this isn't organic is that okay and i'm having trouble what you talked to her about today I've had trouble explaining. So I, that's a perfect conversation to have with everyone. Yeah. 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 Go ahead. And the reason that that becomes so important is because a lot of people think that excess weight is totally related to I'm eating too much. Okay. Or many times I'm eating the wrong things. And I have a lot of people that come into my practice who have, uh, excess weight and they don't feel well and when you talk to them and I say so what do you how do you think your nutrition well I eat healthy that's what they say because mm -hmm. in their mind they're eating healthy but they don't realize that the chemicals or the coloring in food um, and in particular the pesticides are really affecting our cells internally and that's affecting our cellular function it's affecting our mitochondrial health and ultimately it's making us gain weight and create inflammation in our body which creates all kinds of problems like blood pressure high cholesterol diabetes and on and on including cancers and so mm -hmm. it is really not just about thinking that you're eating healthy but really looking at what makes the food that you're eating be considered healthy and that takes into consideration an understanding of how the food got to our table. Yeah. So, for example, chicken is, you know, uh, a product that is definitely uh, uh, a healthy product from the perspective of, uh, of looking at just food. But or same thing with fish. But if that fish is coming from a farm or if that chicken is coming from the traditional uh, ways that the chickens are now raised and brought to our table, then what we're really having is what I call unhappy chickens. And okay. if they're unhappy chickens, they usually <laughs> have very stressful, uh, very stressed bodies. Uh, if they have stressed bodies, that means that they have high cortisol. Uh, they're most of the time not being fed out in, in the open and eating 
things that naturally chickens will eat, but they're being fed so that they can get to market quickly. So they have antibiotics that are being used to prevent an infection uh, in those types of uh, uh, factories and uh, uh, chicken factories. And then at the same time, they're being given uh, many times hormones to make them uh, uh, eat more and be able to get a little puffier quicker. And unbeknownst to a lot of people, all of the fine, all of the diseases that we are hearing even today, uh, with the uh, COVID nineteen or uh-huh. the, the historical uh, things with the flu, the uh, different uh, SARS and all these other uh, significant uh, uh, tragedies and challenges that the world has come under because of infectious conditions, they all, all of them, every one of them is coming from animals that are taken away from the natural habitat and raised in close proximity to one another in conditions of stress. And that's where these things happen. And we now have an understanding that the COVID-19 probably originated from bats in, in, uh, and there's been several others like that. Wow. Uh, sometimes it's from ducks. Uh, of course, you heard about the uh, uh, bird flu. And so yes. it's not so much that these beautiful animals have something inherently wrong with them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the fact that we are doing something that is not natural and we're creating unnatural environments which create uh, dysfunctional environments. And then instead of a chicken uh, or a duck just getting something that literally they could just get rid of on their own, now because they're in these close circumstances, they're stressed out, they pass it to one another. Now, before you know it, it mutates and it gets into a human being and now we have an epidemic. And so I think understanding how the food gets to us is critically important, not only for keeping a healthy weight, but more importantly, to maintain our health. Because at the end of the day, we are what we eat. Do you think it affects our mood and behavior? Oh, definitely. So uh, uh, you're talking about food in general? Food, yeah. Yeah. Like even now, like everybody's under all of this external stress from the news and what this pandemic is doing. And we go home and we're stressed and our mood and behavior has a lot to do with that. But I feel like it also has to do with what we're eating. Totally. So um, in, in general, uh, there is uh, our part of the brain that is called the limbic brain. And the limbic brain is the one that is, for the most part, responsible for emotions, emotions like fear and anxiety. And so uh, that is also our most ancient part of our brain. And it's uh, so ancient that we have that aspect of our brain in common with reptiles. And so that's called the limbic brain. And the limbic brain, when it starts being fed with lots and lots of sugar, which is carbohydrates, it literally begins to take control. And so Mm -hmm. people literally live in fear and in anxiety. And when you live in fear and anxiety, you crave more sugar because you're producing more cortisol, which increases your insulin resistance, which by definition makes you crave more sugar. So that's a simple brain relationship to what we eat. So if we're eating a lot more carbohydrates, so like right now, I went, uh, when I go to the store, right. I see uh, the produce. I see a lot of them. You a know, lot. I see, a, I see oh. a lot of produce, but you go through the middle aisles and they're empty. All the cans are gone. Yeah. A lot of the things are gone. And so people are really carving up because yes. it's, you know, it's easy to keep a lot of it at home. 
perhaps, uh, but maybe it's just our behavioral patterns that bring attention to the fact that we're very sugar accustomed and very sugar happy. So well, I we think like... people don't know how to cook either anymore. Like nobody cooks. Yes, that's it. You're right. You're <laughs> right. And so definitely, I think that uh, uh, sugar tends to increase your serotonin, but it's only momentarily. So you get like a little high, feeling a little better because you ate something, but then 30 minutes to two hours later, you again feel down and then you want to do it again. And so there's a lot of these type of behavioral patterns that are really not consciously driven, but they're unconsciously driven by the fact that our brain is actually uh, being mandated to to do the things that we ultimately do uh, by other forces. And one of the primary forces is our gut, uh, which basically communicates directly to the brain. And so the way I like my patients to understand the relation between the brain and the gut is that the brain is the CEO of every single cell in your body. So it literally is in control. But the board of directors is the gut bacteria that live in your in your stomach. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) And so if you have dysfunctional gut bacteria that says, hey, I'm going to die if you don't give me some sugar, then immediately that message is going to be relayed to the brain and the brain will begin to rationalize how to get something with sugar to make sure that the board of directors doesn't die. Okay. What my program does, we literally starve those board of directors and replace it with new board of directors that love salads and that love healthy stuff. Mm -hmm. And so eventually, once a patient has been through our program for a good three months, then they no longer will be craving the chippies and the crackers and the cookies and all those dysfunctional foods. They'll literally be craving salads. I need to sign up Dominic (laughs) (laughs) because my five-year-old only craves chips and cookies and anything he can get his hands on from Wendy's. And I'm like, Dominic, this is not good. (laughs) It's not good. But I definitely see um, behavioral changes when we clean up his diet than when we don't. So I was like, this has to be true for us, too, especially now with even though there are a certain number of us that aren't letting fear take over, we're still dealing with a certain level of stress. So a healthy diet is definitely imperative. It's imperative. And so a healthy diet just in general, you know, it means lots and lots of vegetables whenever mm-hmm. possible, local vegetables, fresh vegetables. And definitely I would encourage uh, uh, patients to look at in the Google and uh, uh, Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, and they'll get a nice list of uh, uh, when you Google uh, uh, that. And uh, uh, lots of greens, lots of, lots of vegetables, uh, some moderate protein. You don't need to you know, the, the reality is we don't need as much protein as people have led us to believe. Uh, and so uh, moderate protein and lots of healthy fats like avocados, uh, uh, olive oil, uh, coconut oil, uh, healthy fats go directly to our brain. And wow. so we need those because the healthy fats actually feed what's called the neocortex. And the neocortex is really our most evolved part of the brain that came into the human evolution somewhere around 50,000 uh, years ago. Wow. And, and that's the, the brain that we dream with. That's the, mm-hmm. dream, the brain of Einstein, the, dream of creati- the brain of creativity, the brain that allows us to be, have clarity. 
And so when we clean up our nutrition, we're more focused. We're more able to make the right choices and we're more able to dream our becoming. In other words, we can dream and create what we want to evolve into rather than being uh, in this uh, fearful environment where we're just worried about what's going to happen, worry about what we're going to lose, worry about what's going to be taken away from us. When we're in that mode, we're literally in a survival mode. And the last thing we're thinking about is dreaming. So Mm -hmm. really uh, a healthy diet affects your brain so much. And, and once you can switch to a healthy nutritional plan and you have a lot more healthy fats, lots and lots of greens and moderate protein, or you will begin to uh, uh, just think more clearly and be more focused and be more able to achieve your dreams and create your dreams. Wow, that's amazing. Now with the stay-at-home order, I'm curious for everyone, how has your business changed with your patients? Because usually everybody comes, they have one-on-one consultations and visits, right? Yes. And so um, we have continued to maintain that one-on-one perspective because uh, every patient is a little different. And so everyone has their own journey. And so the role that we play outside of the evaluation and the education is really a supportive role mm-hmm. uh, where we help, uh, you know, be the cheerleaders of our patients when they aren't doing as well. We kind of look at what's going on, give them perspective. So uh, it's very important for um, my philosophy of the practice to continue with the one-on-one, but we have now jumped into the virtual uh, world. And so for a lot of our patients, we're actually communicating with them on a weekly basis through a face-to-face uh, now that we have Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, we're doing it over the phone. And then patients literally sometimes just are driving up to the office to pick up their medications or their supplements uh, that they may need. Uh, uh, so that they don't have to necessarily come on in. Of course, our offices are definitely open and we're, we're having uh, air purifiers in every single area of the office. In addition to that, we're uh, uh, using different oils to, to, that are antibacterial and antiviral. Uh, oh, and we're all wearing masks and we're cleaning the office. So we're definitely keeping uh, cognizant of the fact that uh, we want to respect and we want to keep a safe environment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and so we're still seeing patients in the office. And of course, we don't have uh, the large volume that we had before because now there's probably a 50% of our patients are being uh, monitored and evaluated and supported through the virtual means. And then 50% are coming in, not every week. They come maybe every two or three weeks to the office to get a face-to-face. And then the other, t- uh, uh, the, the other weeks, they're actually being visited through our virtual means. Awesome. Do you think those are things, the virtual end is something that you'll keep up once things, I guess, go back to normal is what they say? Yes. You know, historically, we've had the virtual uh, opportunity for, for, I would say, at least two years. We call it the no excuses <laughs> uh, uh, no excuses. So if you, for some reason, oh, I'm, I'm going to be out of town for two weeks or there's no uh, excuses, yeah. we're going to reach you through the virtual. But the majority of people is like, ah, it's OK. I, I don't need it. I'll just be here two weeks from now. But now uh, it's definitely, re- you know, coming to the surface. And so we will definitely continue to keep the virtual as an option for patients. Um, 
So you think you could, ex- that in the future, you could see yourself using that to expand to other areas where people just can't get to you? Yes, that has been a vision that I've had for some time. Okay. And I think that I'm just, you know, one of the things as a spiritual, in terms of my own spirituality, mm-hmm. is that I uh, visualize what I would like to happen. And then I kind of... Uh, mm-hmm. begin to allow it to come into in, into the experience. So and you're so the think, cause of all of this. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely see ourselves being able to, because there's people in Chicago, California, different places. And so there's been this move that we begin to reflect upon is how can I help other communities besides my own backyard to right. help them, to empower them so they can learn to heal themselves because uh, obesity, unfortunately, is yes. two-thirds of our uh, whole United States is overweight or obese right. with over half of them with prediabetes or diabetes. So it's the, the problem is huge. And now that we see this COVID, it brings it to the surface because who are the people that are having the most significant right. challenges are those people who have an immune system that is not optimal. And obesity, by definition, is affecting your immune system, which is why you get diabetes, high blood pressure, cholesterol, cancer. Yeah. So I think that uh, uh, we need to, uh, and hopefully the, the community will also be ready to say, you know what, it's important that I keep myself healthy mm-hmm. because a lot of people have for a long time taking themselves for granted. Yes, I agree. And I think that even when you talk about obesity, I think a lot of that has to do with childhood obesity. And if we didn't keep Dominic as active as he is, I would worry. Um, yes, you know, yes, I would. And it, it starts with us as parents too. If we're not taking care of us, how do we know how to take care of them? So also, I mean, some of them are just plain difficult, but <laughs> yes, yes, no, no. And, and, you know, we could, we were probably part of some of those difficult ones ourselves, you know, at some point. So it all comes back to us. Right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but I do think that, yes, we need to lead by example. It's, you know, many times in parenting, cause I have three children that are now grown. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I it, the idea that do what I tell you and not what I do doesn't work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. But thank you so much for taking the time. This is this is more information about you that I didn't originally know. And um, I just love exploring what it is that our community in Pinellas County has to offer. And I think that you have so much to offer the world. I would love to see you have a show of your own. I know I've said that before to Sharon and she's like, tell him um face to face because well one one of these days maybe you can give me some guidance in that because yeah sometimes they think well what do i do so i thought i i have began to think a little bit more during mm-hmm. these times because it's like what value can i bring my patients yeah. with what i need to say or what i need to share with them mm-hmm. and i realized that you know there's a lot of things that we can do as a community to really help one another and what you're doing is phenomenal and you're definitely a light for the community and uh, at the at the end of it all you know we are one yeah right i mean and and the reflection that you see in others uh you know or the opinion that you have of others many times is really a reflection of you Mm -hmm. and so as we begin to heal ourselves by using this time 
of of being stay at home and having all these scary circumstances going on outside, we need to bring perspective to that and realize that our world is really healing right now. We were at a point in the world where our forests were being destroyed through fires. You know, mm-hmm. we have uh, deforestation. Uh, places like Venice were completely inundated with dirty water. No more fish. Due right, to the- I saw that. Amazing. And and now we're seeing that it's getting clean. You see the fishes, you know. You look you look outside your at night and you see wow, look how many stars. We can see more clear. You know the birds in the morning are singing. And what's happening to our families? We're we're basically home, not doing, you know, but we're being. And when you begin to be, then you begin to ask the questions: What's important in my life? And you begin to realize that it's those people that you really love, that you really support, and it's not how many cars you have in the garage or how much money you got in the bank. Even though those things may be uh, of value, at the end of the day, right now it doesn't matter whether you got ten million in the bank or you got a hundred dollars in the bank. You're still stuck at home, mm-hmm. and you still can't use all that. So you so you begin to realize that the true gift is being alive. Yeah. And being alive and being and doing something for the community, being alive and being wealthy means what can you do for others and how you impact others in your life. That is a wealthy life. Uh, having more things and doing more stuff, even though it can bring some recognition, at the end of the day, this is the time for healing in our own homes, healing our communities, healing the world. And so as catastrophic as it may seem on the outside, it's a time for appreciation for being learning to to practice gratitude so that we can increase our frequency and we can create the new world because this is truly a transitional opportunity for our world our communities and for ourselves yeah i agree with you i'm so happy to hear you say that and to be a positive light um amongst all of the negativity because being grateful for what we have even if we don't have much if we can just be a team, we'll be okay, you know? Yes, yes. And, and sometimes, you know, we, we think we don't have much because uh, we're comparing ourselves to somebody else. But compared to other parts of the world, you know, compared right. to what other people may be uh, experiencing. But if we start realizing how grateful it is to have toes, how grateful it is to have 10 of them, Mm-hmm. How grateful it is to have eyes, how grateful it is to have, you know, hands and fingers. And, and I mean, if we begin to do a gratitude journal, I can tell you, it could take, you can write a whole book on it. Yes. Uh, and so it is, it is really about appreciating the, the light within ourselves that would allow us to appreciate the light in others. And what we see in others is truly a reflection of ourselves. And so we are wealthy and this world is abundant and we just need to bring it home and 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 grow it from that point from inward outward i agree thank you so much this was so much fun and i always love getting together with you we'll look forward to catching up with you again someday soon blessings to you blessings to your family blessings to your listeners and uh you know it it, it's it's a it's a world of love so let's focus on that and and let's bring it home awesome thank you so much dr laura we'll talk soon okay bye-bye